Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Ever find Bugs Bunny attractive when he'd put on a dress and play a girl bunny? No. Neither did I. I was, I was just asking. This is Dirt and Sprague. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Can we lock you in a dumpster one time? I got out. With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Sprague. That's somebody's That's daughter, somebody's up, daughter there. up there. I was just going to say that. Dirt and Sprague on 1080. Dynamite drop in money and broadcast school has really paid off. The fan. All right, welcome back in. Hour number two, Dirt and Sprague here on Portland Sports Leader 1080. The fan. Ortner in for swag. Uh, we will Sprague the line at 730, not 830 today. It is a Friday. Dirt insists on this segment being year-round instead of just football season, despite me not really gambling a whole lot outside of football season. I'll throw some stuff down here and there, but Mm. I largely love the NFL for gambling purposes, so I don't really do this that much, but we'll give you some picks at 7.30. Spring line sponsors are always welcome at the Vancouver Ford text line, 503-864-6326. They treat you right before, during, and after the sale. You can visit them for more info at VancouverFord.com. Uh, we have a lot to get to here in the second hour, Will. Very excited. Um, I want to start. The Blazers' first half of their season is over. And I think most people were thinking, hooray, thank God. Can we end the season already? It's not going well. Can we be done? Uh, well, we, we knew the team wasn't going to be good. Fifth worst record in the league. They get annihilated by Minnesota last night. I know that they came back in the second quarter but you don't go down 44 to 14. I don't I don't think going down 30 points is the way to do it and I anytime you're down 30 in the first quarter the game is over. I mean it's just it's going to be an impossibility to come back and so they they lose the game last night in the first quarter. Scoot gets back into the starting lineup and now they sit 15 and 39. They're near the bottom of the league in offense. They're near the bottom of the league in defense. And outside of some moments, I don't know what there is to go into the half, half halfway point, just past the halfway point of the season, go into the All-Star weekend. I don't know what there is to really highlight. And I think that's the thing. I saw this tweet uh, from somebody I follow, Alex uh, Tam, and he, he covers the NBA. He's worked for multiple uh, SB Live Oregon, Bleacher Report, etc. He tweets about the Trailblazers quite often. And he highlighted something we've talked about. He said, Joe better have a plan this summer to start building this back up. Don't think we can handle 
another Blazers season like this. And I, you know, me and everybody else in the mentions there, I don't disagree with his feelings. They're playing capture the flag next year. Cooper Flag is in that draft. You want him bad. I think you you, know, you don't just want him, you need him. Because mm-hmm. if you don't get a Cooper Flag-like player, and I don't know if this draft has it, it doesn't appear to, I'm just kind of looking in now, this is where everything can get derailed and rebuild. It's nice to have some of the pieces they have. DA has mm-hmm. put it together pretty well. Yep. He's not a great center, but he's he can be pretty good. Plus, he knows who to call if it's an ice storm again. Yeah, I'm not, com- I'm not coming into work. I don't blame him for that. Uh, him. Scoot has had moments. He earned himself back into the starting lineup, mm-hmm. but he's also a rookie, and he has and he's 19, so he's going to have a lot of a lot of downs as well. Shaden gave you nothing this year because he couldn't stay healthy, unfortunately. You know Ant's not the future. Outside of that, there's not a whole lot, but you got to say, we got to hit on this. Mm-hmm. Sitting where they're sitting right now, and Richmond highlighted this on his latest Locked On, they're a tax team next year. So though they didn't make any moves at the deadline, they're going to have to make moves in the summer. You're not paying a tax for a team that you're probably going to look at and say bottom 8 next year. Right. They're not it just financially would make no sense to do that. And so they're going to make even more of these moves and in in some ways I wouldn't be shocked if they were somehow worse next year. So it's it's really hard right now, Will, to not only be watching a 15-win team get drubbed at home and lose by more than 30. They've had losses by 30, 40, 60, you name it, they've done it. They're probably doing this again next year because next year's draft's even better. Now, if they can go find a good young caliber player in the summer with their stuff. Mm -hmm. I've mentioned my brother-in-law, he's a diehard Blazer fan. He goes, what can Brogdon Tease in a first get us? And I'm like, "Eh, I don't know, man, like... Two more firsts? Tease is fine, but he's not, like, amazing. And a first is, like, eh. And then Brogdon is a good player, but not necessarily the the needle mover unless your situation is maybe a Dame Giannis, and maybe that's the right. team you're looking for. But if Tease was a value, of good value, I think a team would have asked about him at the trade deadline instead of just sitting on our hands there. So I don't know. I, I, I think the tough part is... This is, we knew how it was going to go, but also I don't know if it's going to keep going the right direction or if they have steered this thing in a rebuild and now you're just trying to dodge icebergs and you're getting through fog on the ocean and you're hoping to get past all that stuff so you can see some sunlight at the end of this journey. Right. Well, I also think that Blazer fans were a little spoiled in the fact of when they had Brandon Roy and they had LaMarcus, and they had Odin, and Roy and Odin go down, it's what, your second or third draft after that, you hit on Dame. And Dame is 24 years old, or 23, whatever it was, when he comes into the league, and he instantly clicked, and that team instantly turned around. So your rebuild was two years, right? And then you're back in the conversation. You were never in a true NBA title conversation, but you were good, and you were in the playoffs, and you were fun and exciting. That doesn't happen often. You have a guy in Scoot that I think can be very good, and I think that he has shown this year after he took a step back and he started working through his issues and started building up, he has become a very good player. He made it into the Rising Stars game. He is going to be a player that it's going to take a little bit longer because these are really the years where he should have been in college. It's almost the same as if you grabbed Dame 
out of high school and put him into this slot. Like if I told you, hey, Dame's going to have this career, right? He's going to be an all-star. He's going to be an all-star starter. He's going to take a team that probably shouldn't have been to the Western Conference Finals. But instead of going to Weber State, he's going to have to learn those things in the NBA in Portland. Well, he wasn't ready. He That's the difference. Right. He wasn't a scoot-level player out of high school, which is why he ended up. I know he got right. recruited late. Why he was at Weber State. He stayed loyal to Weber State. They gave him took the first him, offer. Mm-hmm. And, yep, and it, and it took him longer. But it took he him had, four years, yeah. He had those years yeah. to grow. Scoot's going to have to have that time to grow. Now you have to get lucky to a degree, but also have good scouting and have good management to where you can find a couple of young players bigs maybe a couple of young wings that can fit into the system with scoop because that is who you're going to be building it around that takes time look at oklahoma city it took them a long long time to figure it out after their big three left and yeah they're ahead of schedule now it's still what you got rid of russell westbrook five years ago Six years ago, it took them five to six years to be where they're at right now, and they pretty much hit on almost every young guy that they went out and drafted and signed. Well, the problem with with the OKC example, because I know that's one that a lot of Blazer fans will point to and say, look at the Thunder. They had to endure it a little bit. Mm -hmm. You collect draft capital, and now you're not going to get a Clipper trade. You don't have a player on your roster worthy of that trade, but you trade a guy like Ant. Maybe you get a couple more draft picks Mm -hmm. and – you know the big difference, though? And this is, like, the most underrated but obvious one. Right. They don't have an SGA. SGA is a first-team All-NBA guy. Like that, right. you're, you're, He's one of the five to eight best players in the NBA. He might be winning the MVP. And so OKC is a fine example from a rebuild. But also, if they don't have SGA, that team is not number one in the West. Mm-hmm. He's a bucket getter, and he gets to the free throw line. And they got a freak in Chet Holmgren. Well, they're the Blazers' best player. I'd have to go look on a statistical average. Like, Scoop might be already be the best player on their team getting to the line. Mm-hmm. And so I, I just – I think that's the thing is we always want – we look at the rebuilding teams that find their way out of the rebuild in the right way, and we say, yeah, you use this path. And I'm like, it's fun to point at those paths, but that doesn't always mean it's your path. It's also never linear. No, it's not. And, and like, just as much as you want to be Oklahoma City, you could be the Sacramento Kings and go seven, eight years. I mean, this year they're not going to make it, right? Mm-hmm. So that's three years of not making it. You wouldn't gamble they make it next year. That'll be four years of no playoffs. The year after that, they'll probably still be young. But I've always made this argument. I don't want them to force things that don't make sense. They're going to – I think, Joe – is going to try to build this right with the guys he has internally right. and say, okay, this is the right way to do it. But in a city like Portland, Will, they're, they're fifth worst in the league, and their attendance is massively down. Their TV ratings are massively down. They suck next year, and it's, it's going to get dark. And I know they're playing capture the flag, but if you don't get capture the flag, if you don't get the flag, you get tagged. I'm sure you'll find a nice player, but that player's going to be, what, 20? 21, 19. I think, I think the point I'm trying right. to make is when you eventually trade some of these guys, the Ants or the Jeremys or the Brogdons, you're only getting more inexperienced. You're only getting mm-hmm. younger. And so as obvious as it is going in what it's going to be, I think it's another when you actually are in it and you're like, hey, this sucks. Right. Now, I'm not a fan of just being a first-round team. And being happy with that and saying, oh, well, we were a seven seed. Oh, we were the six seed. We got swept. 
yeah, playoffs are fun. I will I will acknowledge that like I like having a playoff team, mm-hmm. but I also don't want them to be settling to be a bottom of the barrel playoff team who needs some injuries to break their way, no pun intended, for them to be able to advance further than they should. And they had that in that Dame CJ run, the Clippers injuries. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul George had to have so- shoulder surgery. He didn't have sh- healthy shoulders in that series. And like Dame still had this great moment. It was fun. And, but right. like some things kind of went their way to get to where they got. Whereas I think they want to build it up right. But the problem is in this city to suck for five and six years. That's a hard sell to this fan base because of all of the success they've had being one of the more consistent franchises to be in the playoff picture. Could also be a hard sell to your owner who at some point I don't think she it has is to move on from this team. Well, at some point, we don't know what that point is and I don't think it is a hard sell. Look where they're they're here now. So clearly it wasn't a hard sell and by the way, they've gotten some things they wanted. He Joe Cronin to his credit here, mm-hmm. he's got a G League team now. Right. He got to uh he got to expand his staff. He got to expand international scouting. They've, I know it doesn't matter to us. They've added a kitchen restaurant in their practice facility. They've gotten things. <laughs> I wish. They, they've gotten things that they've needed as a franchise. This ownership group, you don't have to love them. They've gotten some things. I think they're totally fine with where they're at. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing is it's a rebuild. You have to be patient, but you're dealing with a pretty impatient city largely and so you look at this thing and you go, man, this is bad. They're fifth worst in the league. Statistically, they're one of the worst teams in the league. Nobody has any real definitive answer on the coach. Mm-hmm. And your vets aren't long for this 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 team. So we're going to have a lot of babies running out there. It's a really weird time right now in Portland where we all knew they weren't going to be good. But then we watch it and it's bad. They end their first half getting blown out at home. Uh, some of their vets have been okay and fine, and like guy like Ant, who has been sick and also banged up, I've been a little underwhelmed. Right. Scoot's 19, Shaden's played 30 games. It's just a really weird time right now in Portland because I'm not looking at the future and I'm going, oh, yeah, this is quickly going to get fixed. I'm seeing, oh, yeah, this is going to take a couple more years. And for many, I know it's not the true definition of the rebuild, but for many, this is your three Whereas I think internally they're kind of viewing it year one mm-hmm. because it's post game. At the same time, you have to look at it glass half full because we have a lot of people that look at it glass half empty and you have to look at the growth of Scoot. If you need to find something that will make you happy because there are going to be a lot of losses like this loss. Oh, they have the sixth hardest schedule right. in the second half of the season. The rest of the, get, the, rest and, of the way and, to go. And those teams they'll be playing will, mm-hmm. playoff positioning, playoff mm-hmm. seeding, fighting for certain matchups, they're going to get their ass kicked in the second half. It's going to get, it might get even worse because eventually they're just going to not, they're going to go through a long stretch of Mm -hmm. losing. They're going into the break, losing six straight. I won't be shocked if that carries over Mm -hmm. sixth hardest schedule in the NBA in the second half. So look at player growth, look at scoot growth, look at wreath growth. Look at the young players and look at how they can grow. And at the same time, you can look at Jeremy. You can look at Brogdon. You can look at Tease and watch them and hope that they have good games as well where they're showing something to other franchises that might bolster up their trade value. There are things that you can look at in this to switch it around from, woe is me, what are we going to do? 
will the Blazers ever be good again? It's just like our winters here. It's going to be gray. It's going to rain a lot. There might be an ice storm. Maybe there's some snow in March for no damn reason. But eventually, you're going to get to that sunny June month. And you're going to enjoy it a lot more because you earned it. So keep looking at the young players. Hope that they have good games. Look at the growth that Scoot has made. He's worked his way back into the starting lineup after a rough, rough start to his career. Continue to build up those players. And just know that right now you're in December. It's wet. It's wet. It's raining. Well, actually, it's we're in February. No. In this rebuild, it's, month one, you're in December. It's still gray. It's still raining. And there's still a lot of problems with this team. But That'll they go, be in year three, though. Look at what you have to look forward to. I, but again, many people consider this year three. I know they don't. I know many that follow this team and root for them don't. But from a win-loss perspective, playoffs, all that, it is year three. Uh, I'll read a couple thoughts at the Vancouver 4 text line. Uh, we'll spray the line at 7.30. I know it's an hour early, but try to get those Sprague line sponsors in. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Uh, Dirt and Sprague back with more on The Fan. This is Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. All right, welcome back in. Dirt and Sprague with you. Uh, by the way, real quick note, we talked to Caitlin Clark earlier uh, as she set the women's scoring record last night against Michigan. I just looked up. I have the Big Ten Network up, so they're doing all this Caitlin Clark coverage this morning, Will. Yeah. I looked it up, and they're doing projections now of regionals and teams, and Portland, again, is hosting the regional here in the NCAA tournament for women. Mm-hmm. Both Oregon State and Iowa are projected to be in Portland. Really? After you just said they weren't After, going to? Well, I, 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 I didn't. I guess I forgot how it all worked, but I looked it up, and it was Albany twice and Portland twice, and I'm like, oh, and they have Iowa as a two seed in Portland. I'm like, God, I hope that happens. Oh, I hope that happens. I love going to March Madness games at uh, Moda Center. I like it if you give me a player of note to go watch. I went to it when it was here with the men a couple years ago, and the biggest player here I think was D'Angelo Russell when he was at Ohio State. 
the one I remember was the it was either the Shaka Smart VCU year or the year after. I think it was the the one after that. Yeah, and they had the VCU team that was there, and then it was New Mexico State versus India. It was great. Yeah. Both games were awesome. I was young enough. I was like middle school where I didn't really know any of the big name guys. It wasn't one of those situations, but going to a tournament game, paying 50, 60 bucks, whatever it was back then to get to sit there and watch two games and just hang out. It was one of the more fun experiences that I've had in sports. I'll read a couple thoughts here. We'll spray the line coming up at the bottom of the hour. We're moving that up an hour early because I want to talk to Bill Orem at 830 of the Oregonian. Uh, somebody said Demers was jacked up on the call when they cut it to 17 last night. Props to him for polishing his turd all season. He's money. That's my dude. Definitely biased, but I'm, I also just kind of really feel this way. I think when KC hangs him up, I want him to get that gig. On the TV side? Yeah. I've told, I told him this, I think I've told him this twice in the last eight months. He's good on radio. I think he's even better on TV. The timing, the way he calls the game. I thought when KC was sick, he had really good chemistry with Lamar. That's my guy, and I will be advocating for him publicly to get the TV gig if KC does decide uh, to walk away in the next few years. Uh, somebody says, Burt Cold's running the show, not JC. Uh, it's a horrible organization, a horrible team, no assets to improve this team. They viewed as a company, just sell more season tickets. Uh, somebody else says, I'll be honest, for me, Scoot just doesn't seem to be must-see TV. When I knew Shea was playing, I was very in tune to the game because he just uh, does special stuff, and without him, it's just blah. I'd say I hear what you're saying there. I think Scoot's had some really big games and moments this season. Uh, keep giving him a shot. I've also seen games with Shaden, baby Kobe, where I've left going, hmm, he played 17 minutes, but I didn't feel like I saw him play 17 minutes. Right. I Again, that's being young, but. I would raise you the scoot behind the back pass that he made the other day. Oh, it was amazing to Jabari. Yes. I, I oh would raise God. you the scoot. The pass, pass against in, San Antonio. In remember between that the one? legs. Ooh. Look, it's going to be flashes. Yes. But it's at getting better and yeah. better. And you're going to look back. Like we were talking about it in the break. I don't understand art. And I don't get why people buy it. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yet, as I keep getting older and learning more and more about how stuff works. Like I learned how taxes worked this year. Good for I you. I learned how to find the correct forms. You learned how to operate the man, huh? And call my, my tax lady and yes. be like, Hey, here are the forms. I didn't just go through my parents. Now my dad helped me a little bit, sure. but I'm learning these things. And right now I think about things that I said when I was 19 about how taxes were fake. And I didn't even understand how they worked. I feel a little bit stupid. And I think that 19 year old Will Ortner was stupid. The person that sent that text in, I think that if Scoot reaches his potential, you're going to feel like me with taxes. Uh, One listener said, I'm just tired of it. I said, well, what would you like? They said, it's not that we are impatient. It's frustrating when it's been the same story for five freaking years. Tell us what's okay with how we have been. And to that, I'd say I, it's being okay is a, that's a subjective thought. Um, I was one that wanted to do the damn thing and go all the way to the end with it. I certainly understand a lot of Blazer fans saying it was just time we weren't going to do it, but this is what happens is you have a city that likes to win, maybe not even at a high level, but they like to win, and when you suck and you're the third youngest team in the league behind only Oklahoma City and San Antonio, you get mixed results. So it's it's really an, an unfortunate thing. Somebody else says, well, the go young plan hasn't really worked out for them. You lose Dame, which I personally wasn't too hurt by. 
uh, by that because I would have done the same thing if I was him. The team gave up on him. We should have gone for some bets and put the young guys into the G League or some other option. I don't know what that option is, but there has to be a better way than how they have handled this team for the past few years. It uh, If it goes down this track, I think they'll lose a majority of their fan base, and my family's been season ticket holders since 76, 77. Um, it, it's just, you know, a lot of people are frustrated by it. They just, they are, and I, mm-hmm. I hear it. I see it. You also, it's a city of passion and devoted fans, and so you're going to have a lot of others that sign up for it no matter what the circumstance and continue to support it. So, I don't know. It's uh, a lot of people with the ownership stuff and just not being relevant is a hard thing to be. And especially when you're this irrelevant, man, I had a national person that I was trying to get on the show about a week ago. And they couldn't do it. Time-wise, it didn't match up for him. And I said, no, thanks. Can I ask you a quick question just out of your, your curiosity? And I said, like, what's the view of Portland right now? What's the national view? And he said, there isn't one. Nobody cares or talks about Portland. Now, that was a pretty honest ass- assessment, and I appreciated the honesty. I told him that. But hearing that or reading that on a text was just like, ouch. It's a reminder of where you're at and how much further you have to go. We'll spring the line coming up next. We've got Brady Henderson at 8 and Bill Orem at 8.30. Spring line is next. Get those spring line sponsors in to the Vancouver Ford text line. Dirt and Sprague back with that. But first, Will with a sports update. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. What a song. Here we go. What are we doing? Spreading the line. Spreading the line. Spreading the line. Spreading the line brought to you by the caddy, a.k.a. Brandon Sprague, taking great care of Dirt's balls. Yeah, I don't know if you know this, Will. We had a uh, we have a show bet every football season. Who does the best on this segment? And yeah. we try to have a punishment for the last place guy. And this year, that was me. I was exceptionally awful. I had a sixty-seven percent winning percentage last year, which in gambling That's is like incredible. I, I may never match that number again. And I followed it up by being dead last in the group. And the loser this year has to caddy for the winner. So I will be. Oh, yeah. You got to put his name on your back. I know I knew this. You got to put dirt on your back. Uh, I don't like how that any of that sounded. But yes, I think you should put dirt. Johnson. Should I put dirt or Johnson? Do you want Johnson on your back or do you want dirt? Well, you can't put Andy. 
That's no. Cheating. Well, I have to find a name tag still. I found the uh, golf caddy outfit I was going to use. <laughs> Don't call Nike and fanatics. No, I'm calling a paint company. I'm going to one of the tool stores. Yeah. And I'm going to go buy one for like $18 and then I'll have a full-on caddy outfit. Got to get white. Got to get the white. And we'll figure out a really nice weather day where, you know, I go out there and I, I have to caddy for him while Swag is playing against him. I think I think it would be better for you to go with the white and have the dirt on your back than to go with the white and have the Johnson on your back. I uh, yeah, definitely don't want to have the Johnson on my back. Not a fan of that. No judgment. I just I don't want the Johnson on my back. It's a rough place. <laughs> it, it well <laughs> Yes. Yes it is. Spring in line. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, Spring in line brought to you by 30 more years. 30 more years. Bend over and take it, you little balls or bitch. You know you like it. Yeah. yeah well, that's a valid one as well. It's dark. Uh, well, it is it is dark right now, okay? Damn. It's not that dark. They're fifth worst in the league. Yeah. And they're going to be fifth but worst you- or worse next year. That's fine. Embrace the suck so that the highs are better. Um, Trust the process. Do you have a gambling pick this weekend? I have. Do you have any gambling picks? I have a gambling pick for tonight. I've always said this, and I just say it again. This segment should not exist when football season's over. The only reason Dirt wants this segment to stick around is because he's a degenerate who likes to hear things that are said about me and not so much about him, and so it becomes just making fun of me, which I'm okay getting made, getting made fun of. I'm used to it. I just, I don't know, Do are people really gambling anymore? Are yeah. we gambling degenerate things on hockey and yes. basketball? I, I bet an over every night that I'm in Portland on a hockey bet. Really? Yes. See, I was betting hockey early to try to follow it, and then I, I think I started like 1 for 12, and I finally packed it in. I'm betting the over in the one hockey game tonight. What the you... Hurricanes and Coyotes. I'm going over six. Are the Coyotes good? No, they play in Arizona State's hockey rink. Well, I know that. They're a joke in their city, but like as a team, are they good? Is their record good? They got a good uh, – Keller scores. Because Carolina's really good this year. Yeah. Swag thinks they yeah, can win the Cup. Well, the Cup, much like March Madness, it's can you get a couple players hot in hockey? Can you get a hot goalie? And can you get a couple lines that are going to score? It's why Edmonton has never won one, right? Edmonton has one line that is absolutely ridiculous. McDavid is probably the best player in the NHL right now. I mean, his nickname is literally McJesus. Yeah. You've got Dreisaitl with him. Those two guys are fantastic. It's, it's LeBron Wade in Miami. That's my comparison to give to you. The problem is their goaltending sucks, and they never have a good goaltender. I think one year they had a 39-year-old journeyman. They're like, yep, you're our starter. McDavid will get it done for us. Mm. So you just need to get a hot goaltender. Whenever L.A., the Kings, when they won their Stanley Cup titles, it's because they had the best goalie on the planet, and he got hot as hell for a month and a half. That's what you need. Um, That was a lot of hockey information. Big hockey guy here. Are you? Yeah, man. I don't know how you became a big hockey guy in Hawkinson. I've, I've always been a hockey guy. My hmm. family grew up hockey. I grew up going to Winterhawk games. I've gone to more Winterhawk games. 
I would say than I've gone to Blazer games. Well, uh, it's not close. If the Portland Diamond Project falls through, I'd love to have a hockey team here. I'd at least like to like kind of get into a little bit of hockey. Dude, not that not that it. I don't go to Winter Hawk games. I've been to mm-hmm. plenty of Winter Hawk games. But You'd love it, man. If we had the NH, I think everybody would love it. Sprague Line brought to you by Sprague's wife, just like the rest of us. She's been disappointed by his exaggerations of numbered uh, for years now. Now that text, I think. Yeah, it gets all. It's on a bunch of different spots. Mm. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, it, sometimes the text machine just breaks it up in weird ways. Yeah, I don't know. And it'll be like the first will be in the middle, then the bottom will be the start, and it, it's it's all jacked up. It's about as dark a time to gamble on sports as you could get. The NBA All-Star game now, are you picking like MVP of the game? I did last year because Dame was in it, but other than that, Probably not. Well, I don't know. I'll be in here on Saturday. What about Riviera? And Sunday. Nah, I've stuck away from golf. I won the U.S. Open last year, and I, I don't need any more major titles. El Tigre's plus one. He had a shank on 18 yesterday, ended up bogeying the hole. Mm. Uh, Patrick Cantlay is first at seven under. Jason Day, he's fixed a swing. How about Zalatoris? That's a nice story. Dude broke his back like a year and a half ago. And he's finally back. He was awesome before the broken back, though. Like, he was in every major tournament. Not just, like, the majors, but the players, uh, you know, big He's the Kyle Shanahan of it. He couldn't win it. Right. He was great at getting second place. No one's a bigger loser than Wills Alatoris in, like, 2022. (laughs) I, You know the thing about golf? Picking the winner outright, you get really good odds. I Mm. also like doing, like, top five and top tens. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's Cause, smart. Because I always just pick the winner because I look at the odds and I go, if I hit this. If you hit it, it's like 8, 9, 10, 12, 15 mm-hmm. to 1 in golf. But that's the thing about golf is, yeah, good luck. Good hey, luck picking the winner of that thing. I told you. I won the U.S. Open. I bet on Brooks Kepka last year, and that is my claim to fame. I will give you, I'll give you one uh, piece of gambling advice for the Daytona 500. I'll I have, be in here. I, oh, yeah, you'll be I am board, board offing the Daytona 500. Yeah. Very excited to watch everyone go left. I uh, yep, yeah, no right turns in that race. Uh, my two aunts, because of my stepdad, have become like P one diehards of Daytona and NASCAR racing, and so their two picks are uh, who are they? They're William Byron. Ooh, never I never heard of. I never heard of William Byron until yesterday. He's got a great name. Uh, that is a great name. It's and the cool. other one, my aunt, my other aunt picked Chase Elliott. Chase well, Elliott Chase and Elliot. William Byron, if you're interested at all in gambling. See, that's what the segment is. I'm talking about NASCAR gambling now. I don't want to gamble on the NASCAR race. Why not? You don't want to see everyone go left? No, I'm sure I'll see the highlights. It's going to be sick how fast they go around those left turns. You want to know true de- degeneracy? Yes. I was in a NASCAR fantasy league for like oh five years God. of my life. What is wrong with you? I won like 200 bucks on it. And as, you know, a fourth grader to seventh, eighth grader, that was a big deal for me. Uh, somebody's texting in a UFC fight. Uh, Alexander, I always say his name wrong. Uh, Volkanovsky. Volkanovsky, yeah. He's a minus 120. This listener saying he is a lock of the year. Well, that's because he just got destroyed. There, there's another one, too. Uh, bet EPL. It's fun. What's EPL? English Premier League. 
I'm not betting soccer. Why you? Be, so you do fantasy NASCAR? You won't bet soccer. I did fantasy NASCAR. What a ridiculous stance would to I take! Bet, but I don't know anything about soccer. Do you really know anything about racing? Greg Biffle was from Vancouver. Yeah, he was the pride of Granger. Yeah, that's I, right. I, I, I'm and well he aware. Did well, he started in the truck series, worked his way. I met Greg. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greg uh, Biffle. Congratulations. Yeah, look at me. I'm famous. How about that, Greg Biffle? <laughs> Just and me, moving we're best on, friends. moving on up. I, I'll. Uh, it is UFC 298. I might throw something down. I'm still reeling from my Mitch Malott loss and my Sean Strickland loss. Those should have been wins. Somebody said, are you going to talk about Chinese basketball lines? <laughs> uh, Austin Dillon, I guess another uh, name to look for yeah, in the NASCAR young. race. There yeah. You know. yeah. yeah, He's like the new Joey Logano. Is he? Yeah. I don't know. Joey Logano was the young hotshot. Now Austin Dillon. I think Dillon races in the three car. I think that's why everyone knows who he is. Okay. I uh, Sure. I'm sure that's what it is. Uh, Spraying line. Brought to you every Friday by great listeners out there. Thank you for all the gambling advice of what to gamble on this weekend. Good luck on your bets. Uh, We've got Brady Henderson at 8. Dirt and Sprague back with more on 1080 The Fan. It's crunch time. Let's go! Where Dirt and Sprague crunch the hot topics you want to hear. What's the pressure? Don't sit here and act like there's no... We get nervous teeing off in front of a gallery on the 10th hole at Eastmoreland. Crunch time. Brought to you by Crunch Fitness. With memberships as low as $9.99 per month. Find your crunch time in Portland, Vancouver, and online at crunch.com. We got Brady Henderson coming up at the top of the hour. We've got Bill Oram at 8:30 on a hodgepodge of things with Bill Oram. I saw the Utah, the Utah equivalent of the Diamond Project, where they're trying to get a baseball team. They they basically sent out a big thing yesterday. They've got a huge district in an area where there's nothing happening in Utah. They want to host the A's until the A's can figure out their thing down so they can build their stadium. And Utah not only stole Dale Murphy from our Portland Diamond Project, their Larry Miller group. Mm-hmm. You know who was in their newest video? Russ. Oregon native Ty Burrell. Oh, that's poor form. It's very well, you could argue Dale Murphy jumping from our group to their group is poor form, but maybe he's doing that for a reason. And then they stole another Oregon native who's down there. So I we need I, to boo him. I think Utah has jumped far and away ahead of us on this, and I might be way off on it because I know they're trying to purchase the red tail lot, but interesting nonetheless to get tagged and see that video last night uh, of what's happening in Utah. No, uh, I want to throw a scenario at you. We talked about the Blazers earlier. Right. Okay. And uh, we'll get to – I got a football thing I want to get to at 815. We'll talk with Brady Henderson about the Seahawks offseason. I threw out a poll question the other day, Will – where the Blazers are bad. We've established this. They're mm-hmm. going to be bad. Right. If Bronny were to enter the draft this year, which I think would be a massive mistake. He he is a backup player on USC. His stats aren't eye-popping. I've seen him play. I, I think he's going to be a good basketball player. Mm-hmm. He's smart. But he ain't there. Right. But if he so chooses to fast-forward the track to play with his dad, would you be upset if the Portland Trailblazers drafted him just to get LeBron for like two years? Absolutely not. I am pro. You're all in on this. I am pro the bit. Yes. And I would love that for the bit. Just do it. It would be funny. It would get butts in seats. Would you win a title? No. Oh, I, I, hell no, you wouldn't. You're, one of, like, you're one of like two or three teams that I think LeBron would go, eh, I want Bronny to win on his own. I want him <laughs> to figure it out. But think about it from a management standpoint where – Hey, let's go get Bronny. We can say that we had LeBron at the tail end of his career. It's a cool thing. Fans would show up, and they'd show up 
to every home game because you'd get to see LeBron, either the greatest player of all time or the second greatest player of all time. There's no real legitimate argument to him not being one of those two spots, right? I would pay to watch. I'd go to more Blazer games, and the ticket prices would rise, and it would be good for everyone. Fans would have fun, and maybe it would be the perfect spot, too, for other young players to grow. You can look at a guy like LeBron, and there are going to be things that he can do that just no one else can do, right? But the way that he carries himself as a pro, the way that he handles media, stuff like that, it would be fun. Will it ever happen? Hell no. Why would it never happen? Because they're not going to draft Bronny. And even if they did draft Bronny, hey, I already said it. LeBron will say, hell no. To Portland? Yes. He's Every, not coming to the city of Bridges. A lot of people were texting in that this is just becoming a business, that they're just uh, they're just running this thing to make the money. They don't care about winning. If that is true. That's why you said That's why you go and you draft him. I put this up as a poll question two days ago. Would you want the Blazers to draft Bronny to see LeBron in a Blazer? And hell no, one out. 58% to 42%. I voted hell yeah. I did too. Just to see where it was percentage-wise. It'd be awesome. But hell no wins this by 16%. It's ridiculous. It makes no sense at all to do. But it'd be something that a franchise that is about half serious, that mm. is something that they would do in order to sell seats and ticket sales. I don't think it'll happen, by the way. But right. in case he does come out, there's going to be a few teams in this department of saying, what business-wise makes a lot of sense for us to do? And drafting Bronny in order to get LeBron James, there's going to be some teams that definitely want to dive into those waters. Uh, that's Crunch Time brought to you in the fan by Crunch Fitness, as low as $9.99 a month. Multiple locations, crunch.com for more info. Loaded final hour of the show, we kick it off. Brady Henderson of ESPN covers the Seahawks. What has he made of the new coaching hire? All the new moves, all the new staff, where the Seahawks are at right now in the NFC West. Brady Henderson, final hour of the show. Dirt and Sprague on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.